Chakra Girl Radio with Amberly Lyons is an uncut look into the lives of today's influencers to create real conversation about spirituality, modern girl problems, and the balance between vodka and green juice, gurus and Gucci. We're getting real about the chaos, mistakes, and meltdowns that come along with success. Here's your main chakra girl, Amberly Lyons. Welcome to Chakra Girl Radio. I am your host and spiritual BFF, Amberly Lyons, and we are on a mission to make the world more consciously chic and connected, one activated chakra at a time. We have a super fun guest today, Alex Kazemi. He's a fashion and music CEO and spiritual author of the book Pop Magic, A Simple Guide to Bending Your Reality, where he's teaching people how to do the bare bones of magic and alchemy and deprogramming our pop culture conditioning. His book is amazing. We've been really trying to connect and I'm so, I feel like we manifested connecting at the perfect time. Welcome to the show, Alex. Hey, I'm so excited to be here. And I, and I really feel like we're, you know, the divine timing was perfect and orchestrated in the way we needed it to be. Always, always. I mean, also just, I'm an Aquarius space cadet who can't manage my scheduling. There's also that. (laughs) Oh my, I have no air in my chart, so. Okay, I have no water in my chart, so I have no feelings, but I'm... (laughs) I've got a lot of fire. We'll tell you that. Um, Okay. So let's, we'd like to start the show sharing what we're most excited about today. I can go first. So uh, as you probably know, so Alex actually lives close to me, which is crazy because most people I interview are like in the States somewhere, but um, we recently have like new COVID restrictions around like restaurants and gyms. And it's just like kind of crazy. So I was actually excited to find out that Legree, which is the studio that I do Pilates at, they were allowed to stay open with some major like loophole. So basically like group fitness is not allowed, but they basically recorded a class and you can listen to headphones and go in and like do the class. There's just no teacher there. So it's like basically the same. So I was just excited about that today. Oh, that's so awesome. My sister loves doing Legree. Oh, it's so hard. Is your sister in downtown? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Is it Legree West? Yeah, Legree West. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's she so hard. That. Oh my gosh. I've, maybe I've seen her there. Yeah, probably. Okay. What are you most excited about today, Alex? Um, honestly, I'm really just excited to be here and, you know, on this show and, and on this platform. It's such a great place. And I love how so many of the things in the book and the things I stand for align with what you're doing. So it's really great to be here. Yes. It must be something in the BC water. We just get it. Yeah. Pacific Northwest. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to, we're going to do a chakra shout out. I'm shouting out. Her name is Amy White and I'm going to quickly look up her Instagram, but I did a really powerful reading with her. So essentially she like connects to your spirit guides and um, yeah, just like tells you everything you need to know. And you know, I love a good reading. So her, her Instagram is M Z or Z as we say in Canada, A M Y white. So it's like MZ Amy white. Um, and you should check her out. She gives really, really good readings. I love that. Who would you like to shout out? Um, I'd like to shout out the book team human by Douglas Rushkoff. It's a, it's a wonderful book kind of talking about, um, how technology is kind of taking over human connection and replacing human connection and, and the virtual world is taking over. And I think team human is a, is a great book to teach you more about what's going on behind the scenes and, you know, the, 
the billionaires who have apocalypse bunkers and a lot of cool stuff. So uh, it's a really good book to get, um, you know, informed. Oh, okay. I need to read this. And I want to talk more about that stuff today too, because I want to talk about like, you know, Illuminati stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <for> sure. <laughs> okay. Love it. So we're going to move on to our slumber party questions. What is your morning ritual? Okay. Oh, I'm so caprizing OCD about this. Um, okay. So I wake up obviously, and I, um, you know, I wash my hands like it, to the right to left to have the middle column in Kabbalah. It's like a central column, the middle pillar. It's a part of advanced magic to kind of balance out the, the day. And then I do a mindful breathing ritual on the breathe app, like a three minute breathing. And then I do transcendental meditation for 20 minutes. And then I do like a prayer where I'm like, I'm so, I, I talked about the things I'm grateful for, you know, even things like the ability to walk, hear, smell, like I just really try to get into gratitude to start out the day. And then usually I visualize the way I want the day to go. And, um, I do a scanning from the 72 names of God, which is like a Kabbalah, um, you know, letter. It's a, it's a book of Kabbalah prayers and, and healings. And then I also do a Gabrielle Bernstein super attractor affirmation deck thing. I like shuffle Love. it and I choose a random card and I say an affirmation for the day. And then I work out and um, do more magic and then I start my day. <laughs> I love, I love that it's like all mapped out. I get into those routines too. So good. And you're touching all areas. You're doing the meditation for the soul. You're moving your body. You're doing the mindset work with the affirmations. You've got it all in there. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, a, a big part of uh, what I learned is um, having to adjust to new circumstances and adapt my um, routine and the stability that I like from my routine with the, you know, divine will circumstances, like when COVID happened and quarantine and all that, like, mm -hmm. I kind of had to rethink and redo and figure out how to reformat my, my routine into the new world. Mm hmm. And I think that's so important too. like, not, it's almost like having structure without having rigidity and knowing that as things change, you're probably going to have to change the way you're doing things. Yeah, that's so interesting. Do you think rigidity comes from ego rather than like, you know, soul nurturing? I think, okay, I think that sometimes rigidity comes from lack. Um, and I'm not talking about structure. I'm talking about like rigidity. Like if I don't do all these things, like my, <laughs> my day is ruined and I'm bad. Like it's like often perfectionist. People, yeah. Perfectionism and like going through and going through things basically just to check off the boxes and then, you know, having it to be a certain way. I think having structure, I mean, like, these are the things that I do every day that make me feel amazing. Like what you're doing, like hundred percent, but then it's like, I know even for myself, like there's times where I'll have this like wild daily practice. And if I like miss part of it, or like, even if part of it doesn't feel aligned, I'll be like, well, well, I'm going to have a bad day today. Like yeah, 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 exactly. You're so, you're so right. It is, it is, it can get that way for so many of us. And totally, I agree. It's about being present during it all. Yes. Yes. What is your favorite crystal of the moment? I think I always love selenite, honestly. Um, I had a big time when I was obsessed with fluorite because I liked like the fey idea or the idea of like fey energy from the fluorite. But, you know, I, I really love like selenite. 
Yeah, it's a good, I, I, okay, selenite's so powerful. I've spoken about this a few times. Like I would kind of just like scan it over my body, but I was going like in an upward motion and I literally like threw up multiple times until I learned like, and realized like, oh yeah, that's why I'm like projectile vomiting. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. This stuff appears in the material world for sure. Yes. Downward motions, guys. I love that side effects of selenite. Yes. <laughs> Things you learn on, on the Yes. Pod. You will have an exorcism. <laughs> um, okay. What is a mantra or phrase that you live by? Oh, God. I feel like, you know, uh, tr- tr- having trust and certainty in, in the divine will and of, of the universe and to know that, you know, the, the universe is good and is looking out for me when I don't get the things that my ego wants. And, mm-hmm. you know, like, like accepting that the, there is an ever loving emanating source that, that I can always plug into despite any dark times. Mm, I love I don't know that. If it's a mantra, but it's like a, an aquarium. Like a philosophy. Like a mantra. Like, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Totally. I love how Gabby Bernstein always says, um, I can't remember the words, but I think it's like a detour in the right direction. Yeah. And, and our egos don't believe that. Exactly. When it's happening. Like, but no, I want the thing the way I want it when I want it. <laughs> oh, oh, for sure. For sure. And I think like, it's so funny, like when those moments do happen and then people are like, but I thought you were so spiritual and centered. And I'm like, I'm still human. I still have an ego. Exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not going away. It's there to teach us stuff. 24 <sighs> seven. We have to observe it and be aware. Yes, exactly. Um, I already know the answer to this, but can you share with everyone your sun, moon, and rising? Okay, so I'm a Cancer sun, Sag moon, and Cap rising at zero degrees. So that means like Capricorn and Saturn energy really influences my life. Ooh, I mean, I feel like that. I I feel like I can get that from you. I yeah, vibes. It's good. And like you mentioned that you have no air in your chart. Yes. So you're like very like earthy and grounded. Yes. But the problem is, is that um, things like, you know, like Libra energy or Aquarius energy or, you know, uh, energy that is about socializing and intellect. um, I can sometimes be more on the emotional or grounded side because there is no air. Like some like a Libra could socialize and charm a room so much better than me. Like if I had like some air in my chart, you know? Right. Yes, yes, yes. I can see that. Um, but I mean, still like, I feel like you've got, you've got a great balance. We all do. Yeah, and yeah. We all have a little bit of like, we're all kind of made of everything. Like, I feel like everyone, it's like, there's still free will. Like we can still kind of like adapt. Oh, we can, oh, we can, we, you know, I have a theory that, you know, I mean, it's a Kabbalistic theory that uh, our astrology is actually there for us to ascend it. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and to re- it's supposed to reveal our mm-hmm. negative attributes to mm-hmm. convert them. I love that. It's like, it's like we need to deprogram the labels. Yeah. From our own chart. Like our chart has the blueprint and the, like yeah. the hack for our soul to ascend. Ooh, okay. I love that. Love that theory. Have you, okay. I watched something on Gaia that was something about this. I can't remember. I'm going to have to post it in the show notes because I have no idea what it was called. But do you watch Gaia at all? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I have some friends who have, like Sean Stone has a show on there. Um, yeah, and I love Teresa Bullard on Gaia as yeah. well. 
Okay. So fun. I'm going to have to post it for you guys. And it's, it's, it's about like how we are, you know, made up of this like star map. And I don't know, it's very interesting. Um, anyways, let's talk about you and all the amazing things that you're doing. I want to know about your spiritual journey and when this became part of your life's work. Yeah. So, you know, I think, um, when I was like 18 and 19, I was kind of going through like a a very like apathetic, like nihilistic, like material world phase where I was just like, I had no sense of spirituality. I had no sense of understanding, you know, something beyond me. I was very solipsistic. I was very into the self and, you know, I, 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 I don't know. I felt like, you know, one day it really just came into my head. Like, it's so weird. I was like, you know, Google witchcraft, you know, and like, it literally just came into my head one day. Like it almost felt like a spirit like had written that it, that would happen. And so I Googled witchcraft and um, I was like, wait, like, you know, this, this kind of like, you know, really identifies, you know, with me and, 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 and my, my path and, you know, what I, what I think I could, could do because um, I always was like a dreamy person and into the idea of, you know, changing reality. There was an aspect of me that would be there, even though like my higher self was looking out for me, even when I was depressed or something like that. But um, I, I started to like research witchcraft when I was, you know, around like uh, 21. I, I did a ritual to um, manifest someone into my life and it, and it worked like right away. And I was like, oh my God, magic is real. Mm-hmm. And then I just kept doing it. And it was like a domino effect of self-will and like always getting what I wanted from magic. And it kind of peaked into a really chaotic kind of dark way on my spiritual journey because it was taking me into this place that was like inflating the ego. And I wasn't nurturing the soul because I was so focused by um, the things that I was consumed by through ritual. Mm. So almost like you were using the magic to kind of like feed any like egotistical desires, but it wasn't fulfilling in the end. No, it was. And it actually, it brought all of the ego. It brought everything that I needed to work on to the forefront. So I have this theory that um, like beginner's magic is like, you know, getting the things that you want and then realizing that they're not the things that you, your soul desires. Like you have to go through this aspect of magic to, to kind of, you know, break the fourth wall and, and reveal your, your true self because the, the magic that you're getting through the material world is never going to be able to fulfill you or satiate you, but you need to have those formative experiences to move you up to the next level. Does that make sense? Hundred. I'm so glad you said that because I've always like, I've always kind of thought that as well, or wondered that because I, you know, I went through that in the beginning as well, where it was like, you know, the dollar signs or, you know, hitting these goals and, you know, wanting, thinking that it made me a better person or made me, you know, more interesting or whatever. And yeah, I, I feel like I needed to learn it that way. I needed to get what I thought I wanted and then realize like, wait, like at what cost? Oh, of course. Yeah. And I think like, I think like I was trying to win back my, my self-worth from the external world, from, from magic, from all this type of stuff. And it really like freaks me out, like showing me like how, like when you, like the ego is like a curtain, you know, like it blinds us from, Mm -hmm. from what is actually 
behind it, you know, the things that actually matter, the things that are higher, the things that are more higher vibrational than those egotistical desires. And I kind of like lived with a lot of like curtains over my eyes, really. Mm. And so kind of in the beginning, when you were getting your career started, I know you're in fashion and I know you're in music and you have, um, is this kind of where you kind of got into that like celebrity scene? Yeah, 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 for sure. Like I started working in fashion when I was 15 and 16 because I worked with Kristen Prem, who was a very big, like young teenage fashion editor at the time during like the Gossip Girl era, Mm -hmm. you know, where fashion was way more obsolete and secretive and insular than the homogenized version that we see on Instagram today. So I, I had met her through a friend and I started working in fashion and, and, you know, by the time, you know, you're like 21, you have your Rolodex and you have all the publicists and you, you meet people and and all that type of stuff. But it really changed when I became the editor of King Kong when I was 24. And um, I got to do all these covers that I was working for since I was like 15 or 16, because if you think about it, like from that era, if I was like a music blogger and then I started to, you know, contribute to like V magazine and like I was a journalist, you know, the dream job at that point is editor, right? Mm-hmm. And you, where you call the shots and you control things and you make the call sheets and you're a part of that whole, you know, world. And, you know, all the celebrity friends that you've made over the years, it's like, oh, like I can actually, there's like a form of nepotism now, like I can actually help them, you know, mm-hmm. in a way and I'm suddenly valuable to them. So mm-hmm. it, it all happened really fast. And then I was like living my dream job. I was like in LA, all these amazing things were happening. And then I was like, something, something's wrong about this. Something is missing. Like, there, there, we can't just be feeding the self, you know? So then, then I wrote pop magic at that point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. So it's like, you manifested this, like, you know, for lack of a better word, like rock star kind of like, you know, fashionista life that you yeah. thought you always wanted. And then you got it and you're like, okay, wait. So, um, you really had this kind of like behind the scenes look at the celebrity culture as an insider. And then of course, seeing the contrast of like what we all see and desire on the outside, like what would you say are the biggest contrasts? Like what's actually happening that we're not seeing? Well, everyone should know that it's all a lie and it's all an illusion. Everyone is just a person, no matter how much they try to manipulate us to think that. If anything, the celebrities are extremely insecure Mm -hmm. and they want, they're no different than a kid with Instagram who wants you to view them in a certain way. Mm -hmm. If you know, like it's really all about image and control and they want you to be distracted by this illusion of, of themselves so that they can feel more superior and that you can feel less than, and that you, that there's a power structure, whereas you are equal to them and you can do the things that they, they do very easily, maybe even better. Yeah. And so I feel like, I don't know, do you follow Shaman Durek at all? No, who's that? He's a shaman. (laughs) Um, He talks a lot about, uh, like this, kind of like what he calls like the matrix where obviously like everything is just oh yeah he talks a lot about how it's the same thing in Hollywood and he just like I remember asking him once I was like but like are people getting in a room and like deciding like hey this is the lie we're telling or is it just like in a absolutely played out okay absolutely yeah I mean like I mean think about it like especially like the MTV generation was indoctrinated just like for hours of illusions and magazines and all this type of stuff. And we believed this presentation of reality and like Instagram is an extension of that. Like it's like us going into our own reality TV show, building our own simulation, you know, like people are famous in specific different algorithmic realities rather than there being this like one 
TV box that you just see the same thing over and over again. So it's kind of interesting. It's like there's different matrices and different um, simulations for all the different parallel destinies and parallel realities, if that makes sense. Mm, it does, but can you go a little bit deeper on that? <laughs> yeah, like I, like I think, you know, basically uh, fame and celebrity and all of these things that were once, you know, we could just point out and be like, oh, Britney Spears is a celebrity, you know, now, um, some girl that we don't even know of might have 500,000 YouTube subscribers right. and they might, th the person consuming that might think of that girl as a celebrity, but right. we might not even know who she is, right? So right. there's all these, yeah. the internet has created all of these multiple different realities. And some people would say that's better than, you know, the like, you know, curated Illuminati, like sect of culture that is like so specific, so curated. We see the same thing all the time, all the same images, all the same messaging. And now we can be like, okay, well, how can I algorithmically build my reality through who I choose to follow, who I choose to look at? Because there's so much more media than ever. So it's like, it's positive because it's like, okay, now everyone can go and, you know, do what they want. You want to be a singer, go create an Instagram account and become famous. But it's also like, no, now there's so many more ways to manipulate people's energy and different ways to manipulate people's thoughts because now it's coming in so many different directions with so many different, um, well, that's what scares me the most is, right? is, that, is, is that, is that like you, you turn off the TV at some point, you yeah. walk, you walk away from like MSN messenger. You know what I mean? Like yeah. now we're designed to constantly be online and to constantly have our energy and our magical energy be hijacked and taken from us. And that's like a real thing that is happening right now. Yeah. And so I want to ask about that too. Like is again, like there's someone in a room deciding, Hey, people are becoming too conscious. People are becoming too aware. People are starting to understand their magic. And now there's all these different forms of infiltration coming in. So can you like, do you have any like kind of insight on how this is happening and like what's actually happening? behind? Well, you? I think, I think Silicon Valley, I think a lot of the corporations, I think everyone who is like high up in power knows that, you know, the masses is vulnerable to, to social media addiction, to, to, I think they played on our insecurities. I think this was all planned out really. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there's any way that our society could have just moved in this direction in what, 10, 11, 12 years yeah. this fast. I mean, like, does anyone even like, like, it's so crazy to think that we went from like, BBM and Blockbuster to like iPhones and Vine like overnight. Yeah. yeah. So how much do you think COVID is playing into the control? <laughs> um, I mean, I think it's, I mean, it could be very possible. I mean, like, how could we rule that out? You know, yeah. like, I, I, I don't think it's fair to rule out conspiracy theories um, yeah. in, in this time because exactly. it's very fucking weird. How, and a lot like, of them have come true. And like, where's the flu? <laughs> like, where'd and, it go? Where'd and, the flu and, go? And, and the, weird, the weirdest thing about it is, is that like, you know, the indoctrination into virtual reality that happened during quarantine, like mm -hmm. Zoom, TikTok yeah. stars, yeah. VR, like yeah. what are they trying to tell us before Uranus goes into Gemini? You know, like are, do they want us to be so non-physical and mm -hmm. astral? I, I feel like they're, they know whoever they are, that we are becoming so much more powerful. And like, we we're elevating from a third dimensional consciousness to a five dimensional consciousness. 
And that is when we are, we've already like, you know, they're going to be uncovered and they're, you know, the jig is going to be up. I totally um, believe in 5D. Like I say, I am in 5D. I, I am in 5D. 5D. I know. And like, sometimes I slip, I, I explain like 4D is like the dingy gas station where you get like the information that you need, but you can't stay there. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. 4D is like when you're like pissed and like deep diving the conspiracy theories and don't get me wrong. I'm there sometimes, but staying in five is the goal <laughs> yeah and i i love like the like the like crony like witches on like gaia who are like 5d is real like yes. like, like like we can be in 5d and say i am in 5d i mean i've done it and it, it i think it's real like oh it's 100 real and it's i was even listening to Ape. i've been i've been like really deep diving the abraham hicks these days and uh, like the way you know that they described it is like in the vortex like when you're in the vortex you you just aren't affected by whatever else is going on around you like you're really in a different dimension you don't even see it so i know no i love it i love it um actually and i was so and another thing because then some people like well isn't that bypassing um and what i loved about what she said she was like well you can't um you can't get sick enough to make people not sick you can't get angry enough to make people not angry so all you can do is like be in your best vibration. That's really the only way to like- Well, see this, but see, yeah, this is the exact thing. And I, what I've realized, because I've always been paranoid about, am I bypassing or am I bypassing? The thing yeah. about that is, is if you take out and do the conscious carving out in your schedule to do shadow work, yes. you're, you're not ignoring emotions. Exactly. If anything, you're accessing them way more than anyone you know and around exactly. you. And just because someone's, you know, again, back to social media, like post- okay. So let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life, that you're super intentional, and that means you would love my jewelry brand, Prism. And no, it's not that hippy-dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz, and every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant, and I get so many compliments on it. It's called the Sunray Necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows, and we have an entire fifth dimension 5D consciousness collection if you are ready to go super deep into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend Chantal, who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes, one of my business partners is one of The Real Housewives. And I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV. But I digress. It is time to treat yourself. Get something chic. Don't wait for someone else to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off anything on the shop. Yes, a discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout. And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakra girl at checkout. Posting a black square or posting about something that's happening in the world, that's not actually helping. You know, what's helping is when you can change your vibration. Okay, so I want to know, like, do you have inside scoop on the Illuminati? <laughs> Okay, 
So let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life that you're super intentional. And that means you would love my jewelry brand prism and no, it's not that hippy dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz. And every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant. And I get so many compliments on it. It's called the sunray necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows. And we have an entire fifth dimension 5d consciousness collection. If you are ready to go super deep into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend Chantal who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes. One of my business partners is one of the Real Housewives and I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV. But I digress. It is time to treat yourself, get something chic. Don't wait for someone else to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off anything on the shop. Yes. A discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout. And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakra girl at checkout. Um, yeah, I think like, I mean, I think, you know, the construct of the Illuminati speaks to like the hierarchical, um, people in Hollywood who have always controlled the power and like controlled the things we see. And, um, Obviously, it's been so obvious now that all like the sex parties and the magic sex parties are like all exposed now, like in in this era, you know, online people talk about it. And um, I don't I think what their their desire is, is to keep the the power. I think like Harvey Weinstein was like a big aspect of like Mm -hmm. Illuminati type power. I think everyone in L.A. knew about it and no one ever, you know, that's that's the whole point, like the Illuminati, like are probably like, you know, working with low vibrational entities that are keeping us to feed off of our insecurities and fear and, you know, uh, are really trying to just control everything for a certain amount of people, like kind of like plutocracy. Mm, Okay. So how do we kind of like deprogram this illusion? Like we're kind of, you know, I don't want to say stuck, but we're kind of, uh, I guess, programmed to really idolize this idea of fame and celebrity. Um, I'm not going to lie. I keep up with the Kardashians, but (laughs) what, what are your views on how we can start to deprogram or what are some tips or things that we can do today? Well, I think, you know, one thing would be is to kind of like zoom out a little bit, you know, like see it, see it for what it is, see that, you know, there's a set there that there's mics, you know, like see that, see how produced it is, see how um, engineered it all is. And a way to deprogram from it is, is to, you know, do, do media detoxes and see the things that, you know, you, your soul actually likes, you have to understand that like, you know, it's fine to watch the Kardashians, you know, but if you're doing it like out of way to like, you know, numb your emotions or you're using it in like an addictive way of like binge watching reality TV or any of that type of stuff, that is what they want. They want you to be distracted because the more you're distracted by all of this spectacle of media, you're not going to work on yourself and you're not going to 
access your inner magic. So I think a tip would be like, you know, get off of social media for a bit if you can, you know, you know, try to stay, stay away from your screens for a while and really try to, you know, re recreate new neural pathways rather than these addictive ones that they, they, they want an addicted social media society. Mm -hmm. And I even feel like too, when it comes to like, like watching TV or whatever, just like, I remember even from such a young age being like, I see through this, this isn't real. Like when they, you know, like when they would pretend things were like not scripted, but they were obviously scripted. Like nothing makes me more mad if someone tries to play me for a fool and I would get so mad even when I was so little. So I think like just even being able to like, if you're watching it, know that you're watching it for a little bit of entertainment and not buying into what you're actually watching. You're not, and you're not buying into it. And you're also like, you're choosing it. Like, you you're know, you're choosing the carving out the time. Consciously. The yeah. Conscious, yes. Consciousness, observation, yeah. awareness, all that type of stuff. Because, you know, there, there is positivity in, you know, watching a show you love or a movie you love, you know, it's just, it's very creepy how like the culture has been like, it's normal to watch seven hours of Netflix a day. It's like, yeah. no, it's not. <laughs> like, it's like, just because mass culture tells us that, it, it doesn't mean that that's what we need to be doing. And we should always, always be questioning what is being um, indoctrinated into us through our subconscious, you know, through our external, through the external world into our subconscious mind, because yeah. they're downloading information because what we put in our subconscious is gonna eventually be our output. So mm -hmm. if you put a lot of wonderful things in your subconscious, you're gonna get good output. Mm. And you think another thing that I'm seeing everywhere today and even just before we got on our call is like all the celebrities posting about their vaccine and like all like posting in their masks and it's like every little thing like that like they're being told to do that they're being told to post that like so it's like if we can just like see that it's not I just feel like so many people hang by their like celebrities words and think that they are smarter or that they are you know they think that they need to have the same beliefs or political views or whatever yeah, yeah exactly and it's like just stop idolizing them like know that yeah. they are people and that they are getting paid to say and and um believe most of the things that they're telling you that they believe yeah and that it's not it's not it's, like it's a creation from their publicists. You yeah. know, all of this stuff is coming from strategy meetings with their yeah. publicists. You know, it's like, it's, it's all. And you know, the, the, the number one type of consumer they want is someone who will mindlessly just believe in their lies and their illusions. Yes. And yes. you don't want to be that consumer. I mean, when you said that you, you noticed things that were, were fake, did you think the Hills was fake when it came out? Oh, hundred percent. Like, I remember, like, um, I remember Laguna Beach seemed a lot more real than the hills. But when I watched the hills, I remember being like, that was scripted, or that was planned, or there's no way he just like showed up at that party. Obviously, the producers told him to go like, I would like, no, like, it's just like, duh. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, but it's like, but you're still gonna watch it and be entertained by it. <laughs> yeah. And I think that I think the new generation, like the Gen Z kids are doing these, like, prank I don't, they're not like prank videos or something but they're doing like uh yes. they they like they do these like weird fake things to get people to click on yes. 
content. It makes me so uncomfortable. I know. I get so uncomfortable with that. I'm like, I hate when people make me think I'm stupid and think they can pull the wool over my eyes. That's like the Aquarius in me, I think. Um, But like, even how they'll do those things where it's like, oh, answer this question or you have to eat this thing. It's like, okay. like Oh, no, no. And they'll be like, oh, or they'll be like, um, we're we're breaking up or something. And then like you click it and they're like, ha ha, we fooled you or something. They're like, like, or those TikToks where it's like, I walked in on my girlfriend cheating watch the next one to see what happened it's like hey <laughs> but where but where do you think they all learned that you know they exactly. came to a world of like scripted orchestrated calculated yeah fake, clickbait yeah clickbait and television so it's like what is the antithesis to that i think being like authentic is yes yes like would you rather get clicks and views for lying or being yourself yeah i mean honestly your your soul is gonna come out at some point and be its authentic and true self so it's like i mean yeah i I think i think exactly like that's exactly why i stay off of social media because it's like i would rather be myself than be fake yeah so you're not on social media at all which is wild and i'm like wow that's amazing and especially someone who has accomplished so much without you know it's like we've all now equated success with number of followers like that's how we gauge that so when it comes to manifesting I'm using air quotes when I say success because you know true like happiness is not from you know necessarily your career success or the money in the bank account but when it comes to those kinds of things what like how have you manifested these results without being bought into you know I have to have x amount of followers to be taken seriously well I had to I had to do an I had to create a plan that would work for my vision and my reality versus like the 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 typical marketing plan the typical uh view of of how someone would sell a book today you know yeah. usually it's like oh, okay you have like 20 30,000 followers i'm going to just get all my followers to buy by the book so i'm i i i was like no like i i want the book to only exist in you know bookstores and for me to only exist on podcasts and yeah. you know interviews like i don't want to to uh have a responsibility to create content you know right. that's just not me but i have so much respect for the people who do do that and have that will and have that in them and can do it 100 percent. but i have to listen to myself and not do it so you know i really you know it definitely was more difficult and harder but um I kind of just relied on the certainty and belief in that the book would reach the people that it needed to reach. Mm. And I, I want to say too, like when you reached out to me to be on the podcast, yeah. you, like I get so many like point like freaking emails that you can tell when you read them. It's literally someone being like, Hey, can I just advertise myself for free to your audience? Like that's, that's all I read when someone yeah, 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 reaches yeah, out course. to me. But what you wrote was so um, authentic and real and information it was like informative it was I don't know like there there I I can't describe exactly what it was because it wasn't a different it wasn't that you used a different strategy it's just that you were yourself yeah yeah for sure and And genuinely wanted to connect yeah for sure I think I had a I when I sent that email I wanted I put consciousness of I want to, you know, connect on a, on a soul level for yeah. the service of, of the audience and, yes. and to, to help people totally. and teach people magic because, you know, I don't like, I, like the, the usual strategy people do is, is like, oh, 
I'm going to go on a podcast and then I'm going to like shout out my Instagram and they get yeah. followers. You know, I don't, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't care. Like, yeah, no. <laughs> totally. Well, and I, and that's the difference. It's like, I, like I read energy, right? So it's like, I can tell the difference between an email coming from a person who authentically wants to share their message versus a person who's like, let me leverage you're following. Like, it's not even like have a huge following, but like, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, no, the difference in the intention. Um, and I know that's something else I want to talk about today was like intention versus, you know, finding success for that external validation. Okay. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, desired. Okay. Basically, you know, I don't, it's not good to, to describe magic with color, you know, but if we were, if we're gonna, you know, I would say black magic is desire to receive for the self alone. Mm -hmm. And, you know, white magic would be, you know, desire to receive for the sake of sharing. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, if you put service in your intention and it's authentic and it's a part of your path, I'm fully hundred percent in belief that it will manifest and that you mm -hmm. can manifest it and you can create your own reality in that way. But if you are in that egoic state and you put lack and neediness you will get what you want, yeah. but it will come in the most chaotic circumstances. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or it'll be <laughs> you, you know this? fleeting and it'll be like unmanageable and it'll disappear. Has this happened to you? Well, I've, so not, okay. So I've had it happen in spurts, like little things like, oh, I know when I made that post, I was doing it from a place of shit. I need to make some more money this month or, hey, I haven't hit my goal yet. And those never land. Or wow. when I'm like, okay, I need to batch my content so that, um, you know, I'm just going to like write all these posts and then schedule them so that I don't have to think about it. But then it's like, but I wasn't excited about that that day. You know, when I, when it actually posted, I wasn't excited about it anymore. So it, you know, it didn't land. So the consciousness was like, you know, like the consciousness that you plug in, yeah. like the filling, like the juice yeah. of the consciousness in the post has yeah. power because, because exactly. you know, that like what you're, what you do on social media is powerful because, yeah. you know, someone could be having a bad day and click one of your stories and there could be a magical synchronicity and they could totally. hear exactly what they needed to hear. So that's what I like about that aspect of social media. Like I really like spiritual social yeah. media because there's no, there's no, nothing wrong there. Yeah. Totally. And I remember this one time in my, so I actually help women launch like spiritual businesses as well. And I always say like, you know, the reason, like often you're sitting in this job being like, I hate my job. I can't do this anymore. And you hear this whisper and you're like, okay, I know I have something bigger to share, but like in the beginning, like you really are like, okay, how can I replace my income? How can I get rich from this? How can yeah, I, yeah, is yeah, this yeah. even possible? And it's like, at the beginning, it will be, it'll, it will kind of be driven from the ego, but then you need to add in that white magic. You need to be like, no, who's this for? What is the purpose? And it's like, the more you can bring in that attention, then those are the people that see the results. Like, and again, I, I can read the frantic energy in some people's posts or in their videos where they're just checking off the boxes and like doing the strategy, but they're yeah. not putting their heart and soul into it. And yeah. then it's not landing. Well, I think like also you made a great point. Like for me, when I identified that clawing need mm -hmm. and that for approval and stuff, I was like, this is gross. Like that's not totally. the real me. I was like, there's no way that's me, you know? Yeah. And so, but when you do things from a soul consciousness, like when you evolve from that place, things flow. Yeah, totally. And like, it's the same thing with like manifesting like material things. So 
people will say, okay, you know, I want a Chanel bag. To me, a Chanel bag means I made it. And I, this is a personal example for myself as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it, I was like, I need a Chanel bag. Like, this is the year I'm getting a Chanel bag. And this was just last year. Um, <laughs> but it's like, we're always learning and we're always growing yeah, yeah. deeper on it. Um, so I worked really hard and I got it. And then I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's basically what, what they call in Kabbalah, a short circuit. Yeah. Like the light circuit, like it's like a fast fuse of light. Yes. And then, but where does, you know, the absence of light, you know, yeah. I've been thinking about this a lot today. Where does the light go? Yeah. Well, Kabbalistically, it would say that it goes to the klipa or the klipoth, which is like an advanced magic term, which would mean that it's a shell that conceals the light from that instant gratification. Mm-hmm. I love that. But then also like in, when that happens now, it's like, once that happened, once I got the bag, I was like, oh, now I know this shit doesn't matter. Like that was kind of like the final. Oh, you had to go through it. I had had to to go go through through it. it. Um, And then I really um, started teaching about manifestation in a different way where it's like, okay, you can still have, you can still want for the thing, but if you want that thing, it can't be because you're making it mean something about yourself. It has to be because, okay, what does it represent for you? And you know, what amount of love are you sharing to the world to quantify the receiving of this it's like oh for sure for sure I think that's also like a part of also you know uh you know the personal development like a self-help community especially as a guy like it's always about like desire to receive for the self alone and like you need you need you know you need instant gratification you need um you need the the material things like you can get all the success and it's all about like ego and whereas they don't actually add in that part of like how do I create service how do I make this in alignment like they leave out a lot and you have to figure that out on your own yes so what was that journey like for you to decide oh wait service like when were you like how can I you know I know you were doing the magic for yourself and like letting it work in your own life and having these realizations when at what point were you like okay I think it's my duty to share this and I think that that's what's going to actually fulfill me. Well, when I, when I realized that like how chaotic my life had become because of my ego, like it was like a rock bottom Mm -hmm. ego. I was like, wait, like, and I, and I had realized that, you know, like uh, in the industry that I was working in, there was a normalized narcissism, like everyone around me creating versions of themselves that were bigger, powerful, higher. And I, I had to zoom out for a second and be like, no, like, this is, this is wrong for my life to be this chaotic and this consumed by the self because I had to make a lot of, obviously everyone does when they're building their career, like sacrifices. And like, I was just like compulsively working like workaholic. Like mm-hmm. I still struggle with like, you know, being able to just like kind of chill and relax. Like that's a part of my soul correction. Like I have to figure that out as a cap rising, but yeah. like, you know, um, definitely like formatively, like when I looked around my life and just saw chaos and was like, Mm -hmm. wait, like this is from the magic and this is from my ego and my intentions. Mm, Yes. And I see that happen all the time. Like that kind of like overworking, over striving and um, I was actually, and it's always like when we actually get into the flow of creativity and being like, I'm working for the sake of service right now, or for the sake of giving, or for the sake of letting source, you know, magic flow through me to share with the world, then a, the work gets done way faster <laughs> and you end up manifesting all these like shortcuts or like better ideas that make more, you know, yeah, you're not manic manifesting. Exactly. Anymore. Oh, I like that term manic manifesting. So good. Which actually leads us into our next segment, manic moments and manifesting, where we oh. talk about our last meltdown. That was the best segue ever. And the last thing that we manifested. So 
I can go first. So I was getting really mad about these new restrictions and I was getting mad about, you know, what's happening in small businesses. Like I have friends that have, um, you know, restaurants and, um, and gyms and stuff like that. And I was like ready to riot. Like <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like messaging people being like, let's rally, let's take it to the streets. Like I was like, so angry. And yeah. it was also like on a full moon. Yeah, right? the Libra full moon. Yep. Yes. So I was like really, like really feeling the anger. Um, Justice, Libra. Yes, right. That's how I felt. Like I was like, I need to like really do something about this. And then again, I reeled it in. I feel like the manifestation that happened from that was like focusing on the freedom that we do have. And the manifestation is has really been like, I've had so many uplifting conversations when I kind of pivoted to, and again, what I was talking about earlier, it's like, you can't get sick enough to help someone who's sick. You can't get mad enough to help someone who's mad. You can't get, you know, be poor enough to help someone who's poor. Like if we can instead embody the energy of a solution rather than the energy of what's the, you know, there's this problem and we need to fix this problem. It's like, okay, the solution that we all want is freedom. So how can I embody freedom right, right now? Yeah. That's, that's climbing up the emotional guidance scale. Yes, exactly. So, um, so yeah, I just kind of decided I'm going to embody the solution and embody freedom. And that's when the answers come and that's when the change happens. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I always feel like there's other people for that, for the rioting. <laughs> there's other people. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm sure you could even manifest people's like go, go in the streets. Exactly. And I, Hey, actually, you know what people have been, the people that I was like frantically messaging being like, let's riot. They were like, no, but, and then they forwarded me like some other guys already like starting something on Saturday, some like city hall protests. I'm like, okay, there we go. It's happening. I don't have to do it. <laughs> So crazy living in this time, like seeing how many like realities are not merging into one. Like there's so many different separate multiverses that exist. That's exactly it. Like they say, like, this is the first time that 3D consciousness and 5D consciousness have coexisted. And like, that's why people are like, I, I do see so often now though. And maybe you see this too, like people who were very 3D, like I think of like, like relatives or like, you know, yeah, like my even my sister for example who is very like I watch the news um but just seeing those people have risen up a lot just yeah yeah people people are people are questioning things more I mean it's the age of Aquarius yes exactly but then also I feel like I've seen the flip side where there's people who I know that you know are spiritual and you know I thought were you know had that kind of like deeper consciousness but they're like watching the news and like paranoid and scared and like living in fear so it's interesting how it's kind of pulling people in both directions oh 100 100 yes okay what was your last meltdown and manifestation? <laughs> it's kind of dumb but i'll say it anyways <laughs> um because it's authentic but um basically i because i've been moving back and forth between houses so like i i would i was you know i'm very like ocd and like obsessive about like packing things and making sure that i've like you know brought things back and forth and i left my blackberry at my other house and i was like you know kind of obsessing over it for like like hours and being like 
did I leave it there? Like, or did I lose it? Or did I leave it there? And then I was like, wait, like, this is not how we do things. This is not how we do things. So I like grabbed my selenite and I just like visualized the feeling of my sister finding my Blackberry in my apartment. And then I wrote down, which is like a manifestation technique. I wrote down my, like before it happened, I wrote, my sister found my Blackberry. I'm so happy. Everything was great. Today was amazing. So, um, but I was in a state of like agony and stress. But anyways, this morning, I FaceTimed her and I was like, okay, I trust, I have certainty, I have certainty in the universe. And then she's like looking and she's like, I can't find it, I can't find it. And I'm like, oh, detach, whatever, whatever. And then she shows me my Blackberry on the screen. She found it. But <laughs> I was I was being very like over because you know, Sag Moon is the meltdown moon. Yes. It's known oh, to be I know. the melt- see, I got that Sag Moon too. <laughs> it's got it's known to be the meltdown moon. So like my emotions can be very like hyperbolic and aggressive. Yeah. So like uh, basically I had to, you know, sometimes, but you know, I really, I really think those weird moments happen as glitches in our simulations or matrixes because I had brought a negative consciousness when I went to my apartment. I was, I was, you know, you know, dark. So I actually said to the universe, I said, you know, I'll be more grateful and appreciative of, of what I was being ungrateful about if I can have this back, you know? Yes. And then it, and it worked out because I, you know, you always don't want to, to bargain for things. You want the, you want the creator to help you change yourself so you can yes. change your reality or source or the universe or whatever you call it. Yeah. Or the light. Yes, 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 yes. Oh my gosh. I love this. I could talk to you forever. Um, I feel like we're going to need to do like a part two or something because there's just, we, we just went over so much, but I feel summer like solstice part two. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. This was so amazing. Any final words you want to share with the audience? Well, you know, if you're open to, to practicing magic, you know, pop magic is, is a great way to learn about it, but um, go into it with a way of realizing that you're going to be revealing aspects of yourself that you might not be ready to see mm-hmm. and realize that everything that comes out of magic and manifestations isn't you doing something wrong. It's you starting the consciousness and awareness for your soul's map and destiny. And magic is a great way to spark that process. Mm, yes. Love it. Love it. Love it. So where can we find you? I know you don't, you're not on social media, but where can we find you? I'm very like 2004 style. Like I have a, web- <laughs> a website, alexkazemi.com and um, popmagic.com. And you can send me letters at fanmail at alexkazemi.com. Um, I and, love that. And you can just like write me letters if you discover the book on the show. And uh, if you have any stories or you have any questions, you can hit me up there. And uh, yeah. Yay. And we're going to post you guys to everything. We'll post you to the book. We'll post the email address so you guys can have all of that in the show notes. Alex, thank you so much. This was so fun. And everyone at home, thank you for listening. And we will catch you next week. Go practice your magic, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, karma's real. So if you love this episode, go leave a comment, rate us five stars, and subscribe. And you're going to manifest a mini heart chakra upgrade because you've got to give if you want to receive. Also, make sure to follow me on Instagram at chakragirlco and shoot me a DM. I'm here to chat. 
Also, you can find more info on this episode at chakragirlco.com. That's where you're going to access the show notes. And while you're on my website, check out the newest online hotspot, the Chakra Girl Glam and Grounded membership. We would love to help you activate those chakras, babe. So step into that chic life and join us in the Glam and Grounded membership. Love you, mean it. See you next Tuesday. Thanks for listening.